Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You're listening to Rabot & Co. here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome in. Friday edition of Positive Radio. Rabot & Co. here, ESPN 680, 105.7. It is your mom's favorite sports talk radio show. Zach Cantrell alongside. I'm Louis Rabot at Radio Louis on Twitter. You can find the station at ESPN 680. You can text the show, 437-9680 on our UPS Jobs text line and not even on the show sheet because by the time I had made the show sheet and made the trip in, Zach, one Liam Cohen had made a career decision. I think it was announced while I was in the shower. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> wow, I, d- I did not know that. You miss a day? I, I did not know that. I did not know that. I'm, just I'm hearing, hearing this for the first time. time. <laughs> there you go. The, the song in the background is what makes it. It is what makes it, no question. Uh, we'll go horse racing heavy. Four grade three derby preps this weekend. Uh, that will uh, that will encompass 11 to 11.40. We'll hear from Matthew DeSantis. Uh, if you listen to the show, you heard him a couple of weeks ago. He's up there uh, with Naira on Long Island at Aqueduct. And will uh, walk us through the withers at the toboggan, frankly the late part of the sequence up there. And then we'll talk to, uh, look, a friend of mine, his name is Matt Dennerman. He's the uh, track announcer at Oakland Park. We'll talk about the Southwest and, of course, the Martha Washington, which is the biggest Oaks prep uh, of the weekend, frankly, as well, uh, down there at uh, at Oakland. There you go. So, uh, Zach, let's uh, let's go ahead and embarrass you a little. Do you know where Oakland is? Pennsylvania. Ooh, that was a good guess. It's in Arkansas. Uh, we have talked about Arkansas. Do you happen to know what city in Arkansas? Uh, the only cities in Arkansas I've ever heard of are Fayetteville and Little, Little Rock. Rock. Right, yeah. So Hot Springs, you may have heard of Hot actually. Springs, you may yeah, have heard that's of the other Springs. one. So the resort town that is Hot Springs taking on the winter uh, part of racing down there. So we'll do that at 11. The only thing notable about Arkansas is Bill Clinton, Frank Broyles, and Nolan Richardson. Nolan what? Richardson, you darn right. Now I was waiting for that one. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, Liam Cohen's leaving Kentucky to take the Bucks job. And uh, first things first is what I will never call a radio show. But also, first things first. That's a That was a TV show for a little it bit. It was. It, uh, I think it's still on on Fox. Anyways. Oh, yeah. I think it, I didn't know if they changed the title or not. <laughs> it's a guy who didn't have hair and then suddenly did. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Nick, right. Nick, yeah, that's right. It, this is an NFL job. He should take an NFL job, number one. Plus, if they re-sign Baker Mayfield, like this is actually legitimately a great opportunity for some offensive coordinator in the NFL with a focused... Baker Mayfield. I mean, before he was not a focused player. Right. And so to get him where he's coachable and interested, we'll have to do that. But it is ironic that on Groundhog Day, (laughs) it's Groundhog Day again and Liam Cohen's leaving after one season. Here is my question 
about Kentucky football, Zach. And I go ahead and join in. I don't have a grand soliloquy about this because I didn't prep for this. I'll be very honest. This was obviously rumored for many weeks, and his name was obviously out there. But if you're Brock Vandegrift, are you still coming? Are you still going to UK? Is it purely about getting an SEC starting job? Or are you looking elsewhere? I, I would consider it. I don't know how much of his decision was involved with Liam Cohen being the offensive coordinator. If you're making your decision to go somewhere based off Liam Cohen, uh, I'm not sure that's the best move for you. I agree with you as far as Liam Cohen. If the NFL comes calling, he should. But I do find it funny how he's a year ago doing the typical coach speak up. You know, one of these days, I want to stay here for a couple years and plant some roots. Like, that you sound like that a talk hypocrite. only fine. That talk usually, it obviously bothers you, but it usually only bothers fans of those teams. True. Right? Because Nick Saban told us he was going to be the Dolphins coach. Yeah. And I'm then he won 300 national titles at Alabama. I did not have years. sexual relations with that woman. Also that. Right. These kinds of things, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. And so, to me, I'm very, un, I'm very unmoved by, oh, yeah, I'm staying here forever kind of talk. I think it's what coaches do. I don't think they should. Obviously, it evokes those kinds of responses from fans and different things. Well, especially when you're a coordinator, because those jobs are way more volatile than head coaching jobs Plus, are. they went out of their way to get him a bunch of money. Yeah. Right? I mean, he was making NFL money in Lexington. So he's going to go take that job. Is there any concern about Brock, Brock Vandegriff? And, of course, down the down the pike, Cutter Bowley. Is there a concern about Cutter Bowley? Did, they, did Cutter Bowley sign up to play for Liam Cohen? And here, here I understand what you're saying, Zach, that that the guy sits down, he says, this is my home, I want to be here for a long time, and then he doesn't do it. Yeah. And and you could question how good of a coordinator he is and blah, blah, blah. I didn't want but, him. What's that? I didn't want him. I understand. But at the end of the day, if you are Brock Vandegrift or you are Carter Boley, he goes to you and he says, look what I did with, with Will, Will Levis, Levis yeah. period. And and I, I know on our end... We make fun of Will left us and, you know, the, the jokes about that and the bananas and the, the mayonnaise and the coffee and all those things. That's right. But the guy still went in the top 35 of the NFL draft. It's still a thing, right? And and I know, oh, he slipped to the second. Okay. Okay. You, you know how hard it is? There are 330 million people in the United States. You know how hard it is to get drafted to the top 35 in the NFL draft, to be a backup at Penn State, go to a place like freaking Kentucky and have someone coach you up to a spot where they're confident in taking you are the Titans with an early second rounder? Mm-hmm. I, I look. I, I think it's there's a lot more to be given there. He was to make 1.8 million dollars this year. Cohen owes UK a half million bucks for leaving, um, which is uh, which is Jump another change. part of that, uh, which is probably nothing. Yeah. Go ahead, Zach. You apparently have much more. I don't have of, a, of a strong of- feeling. <clears throat> I, here's here's the thing. Stoops tried to leave. He tried to go to the Texas A&M job. Yeah. It, 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 people could say what they want. Oh, it wasn't it, no, it's real. I, we Diener can speak to this too. People, we have mutual people that we know that were at at the dinner where he was saying his goodbyes, and then the boosters got involved, and then that a and then that AD got got moved to Ohio State. <laughs> Let's put it that Ooh, way. He's not in Texas A yeah. and M anymore. Okay, now you mean he got promoted to Ohio State? <laughs> Look, there's just. Does anybody want to be? There, yeah. that's the question. No. Does anybody want to be a Kentucky football? Right now? That's what happens when you have a coach who's about ready to leave and has already got one foot out the door. And because here's one here's what's happening, there. and here's where the narrative I get on the text line all the time about Kentucky football is wrong. Louis Mark Stoops has the best job in America. He doesn't think that he tried to leave. 
Right. UK football is great. You get all the facilities. You get all the money. There's no expectations. That's not what people who bust their ass 18 hours a day want. That's loser mentality. That's people like us who don't work 18 hours. That's people like us who don't want to... We don't dream our whole careers of winning Correct. national championships. Correct. Mark Stoops wants to coach somewhere he can win a national championship, and this ain't it. No, that's right. And I'm and look, I I don't want to host a show on like a progressive rock station. I want to do this. And if you're like, whoa, 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 Louis, you can make fifty grand more a year and just fill in between the songs on progressive rock. I would have to think about it because it's money, but I wouldn't want to do it professionally. Right. UK football is progressive rock. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to not work good in it. progressive rock and either. not good progressive rock that's right thank you zach for that clarification that's how the coaches feel about it right now yeah but i do agree with textures it's a good job for all of the for all the lazy reasons mm-hmm. but it's not a good job if you want to win and with the new alignment I, look these guys see the writing on the wall with the new schedule in the sec the the make a bowl game every year thing is done yeah it's done it's okay to say out loud and i just i mm, I worry that the wheels come off here, that a Vandegrift decides to do something else that, you know. So are we. I, don't, of, I just don't know how good of a quarterback developer Liam Cohen actually is. Is this going to be like the scene in The Office where Andy Bernard says, I wish I knew we were in the good old days before we left him? Like, is, is that what we're going to be with Kentucky football over the next year or two? Yes. Like over, a couple of 10 win seasons. Yes. Stretch, we didn't know we were in the good old days till we left him oh, because that's probably going to be the case. Here's what I'll say about that. I think Kentucky football fans know. <laughs> I think they. Yeah. I think they do. <laughs> I think if you stick around this team long enough, you know that ten win seasons are near impossible. That Citrus Bowl ten win seasons, right. the uh, Benny Snell year. Yes, that that doesn't happen here very often. That's, That's not the expectation. Last year is more closer to what Kentucky beating Lamar Jackson, is. like yeah. all of the things, and it's why, by the way, with Mark Stoops, people are so torn because they know those things aren't normal, but they also know they've hit their ceiling with well, it. Well, it's kind of crazy how one game kind of shapes how people think of Mark Stoops. Like, imagine if they just gone ahead and lost the Louisville game with people. Any Kentucky fans still be defending no. him? Probably not. Nope. But they defend him even though they went seven and six. They defend him because he's won five in a row against the Cards. That's about it. And that you can't, you shouldn't determine your opinion of a coach just based on oh, congratulations, you beat Louisville when you were six and five and your season was over. All right, fine, cool. You pull. Pulled You're doing there. this from the vantage of an Ohio State fan. You have to stop doing that. You have to stop doing that. You need to tap more of your Bowling Green roots than your Ohio State roots. Yeah. Because what you just talked about, no one does that here. No one does that here because the expectations do not exist like that. You think Ryan Day's a bum. He's lost like six games. And yeah, three of them are to the wrong team. I understand. But you, you, boom. There you go, rivalry guy. Don't say that Mark Stoops beating Louisville doesn't matter. It matters, but it no, 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 no. It, it shouldn't do matter to the extreme that it does. Apparently, because I've heard people- does to you. If Ryan Day had six losses, but three of them were against Michigan State instead of Michigan, you'd feel differently about him. It's true. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying the rivalry stuff matters. So don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. It's okay. Stoops, look, no, 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 no. And and by the way, when we talk about Stoops, we talk about his legacy. And I'm not picking on you, by the way. The two things that he's done, Zach, compared to when I moved here, is you don't just laugh at. When they play a football game and assume they're going to like, oh, Chattanooga's coming to town. Is what's is Chattanooga good? Like you, you don't yeah. do that like we do with Louisville. Basketball. Well, we do that with MAC teams to a degree, for sure. But that's how you have to think. You have to be closer to that. They're not that anymore. Plus, he started beat Louisville, mm-hmm. and and 
have to tell you, it's a pretty darn big deal. Uh, Texter, uh, happy Groundhog Day. Looking forward to uh, some uh, horse racing talk. How about that? Texter, Coleman is a bum. Texter, um, I don't know what that is. Oh, how do you leave out Walmart on the list of things from Arkansas? That's yeah, that, USA's that's only true. diamond mine. That's right. right. Yeah. What town are they in? Are they in Fayetteville? I don't think it's in Fayetteville. Okay. That's the I know it's the Walton family, but yeah, I just I forget where they are in Arkansas. Well, they own the Broncos now. Um, Texter, I'm so bad at Louisville basketball. I just want chaos. I hope he leaves and they hire Petrino. Nah, Petrino's got a good job. And uh, the way they were talking the other day on Strebel Show, I don't know if you heard that, Zach. He had an Arkansas guest on, and the guy, holy hell, Zach. <sighs> it was fantastic. So I have been on record that I think Bobby Petrino 2.0. Man, we are all over the place. I love this. 437-9680. Keep those texts coming. Bobby Petrino 2.0 was worth it. Yes, I agree. They got a Heisman winner out of it. They got the Lamar Jackson years. They got the fun. Yes. That was worth it. it the 2 and 10. Every coach, remember Crum at the end. Remember, you know, Joe B at the end. Remember, you know, Tubby at the end. Whatever you want to do, wherever you want to look, eventually those things fall apart. Eventually coaches lose whatever it is that made them great when they were coming up. Except Nick Saban. But how do we talk about Nick Saban as different from every other coach? Yes. Right? I mean, it's so unusual. You know, frankly, a guy like Jay Wright getting out when he got out forces us to look at him differently than other coaches because he never had down years. Even Coach K. He was great to the end. He was great to the end, yes. He was great to the end. No question. And there's very few guys like that. It is, it is, uh, Jabeheim wasn't like that. Wooden. He was. He wanted to. Wooden was like that for sure. But he's also a guy that hung it up before he had to. Yes. Right? And so this is just not normal sort of Bentonville, Arkansas. Nick, P- Nick Petrino's going 2.0 at Arkansas, too. Yeah, but it's grown into Fayetteville. Uh, but that's what they're doing is they're getting excited about Petrino 2.0 at Arkansas. He's gonna be the head and coach. I just remember him talking, and I remember going, oh, my God, this is what Jurch sounded like. This is what the people around here sounded like. Yeah. And I remember when they hired Bobby 2.0 at the time, I was like, what a massive mistake they're making. This guy isn't different. People don't change that much. And then I, I was right, kind of, because of accurate. how it ended. It just took longer than you thought it would. But the high in the middle was definitely worth it. Yes. Oh, my God. Every Louisville fan on the planet would sign up I for hope that so. in a heartbeat. I hope so. I hope they would. It was awesome. Sure. <laughs> it was awesome. You were oh, near the man. epicenter of college football for a couple years. People talked about for Louisville. For a couple, a couple weeks every year they were. A couple right. weeks, yep. yeah. No question. Lamar. That's what he brought to no the table. No question. He was, he was that good, too, man. And in person, it was, God, those games are so fun. The Clemson game is still one of the greatest college football games of the last decade. Oh, the, yeah. The game that everybody remembers. Of this generation, Valley. no question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, tax your seventh offensive coordinator in 11 years. Might as well just make Merrill the OC of continuity if you want, even if he's not qualified. What's the difference anymore? The what's the difference anymore question is the part here. And that's what I worry about with just the general momentum of a Mark Stoops-led Kentucky football is if – if this is the attitude around him and the way that Mitch Barnhart structures contracts there, there is no reason for him to leave unless the job is as good as a Texas A&M. No. Or at least perceived as good as a Texas A&M. They haven't been that great in the last couple of years. There's no reason for him to leave. And the number of teams that can pay him what Kentucky's willing to pay him Not is long. very short. Yeah, That list is very short. Yep. But UK's got two coaches, and this is where that program is. That athletic department is. I shouldn't say the program. The direct, uh, the athletic department. You got Stoops locked up at that price for the next couple of years. 
Cal ain't going anywhere, and if they don't win a title with this collection of talent or make a Final Four or something, you got to wonder what is it that you have John Calipari for. Mm -hmm. Why do you have Mark Stoops if if he can't keep an offensive coordinator? Why pay him $9 million if that's the case? I think it's very simple on both ends. Well, I know Saban lost a lot of coordinators for years, but that's because those guys were getting head coaching jobs, not because they were going to the NFL as just an offensive coordinator because they're going to a different college football program. So it's not always just about losing coordinators, but it is when it's lateral to barely above lateral moves. Uh, Texter, not just three to the wrong team, but three in a row. Yeah, that's yeah, right. No, that's yeah, that's right. <laughs> Texter, uh, hearing Stoops is going to tap uh, Jim Leonard as the next o- offensive coordinator at Stoops' way to combat the new SEC uh, schedule. I, look, it, it is a new day. It is a new dawn, Dan. Uh, Zach, it is yeah, a new what, dawn. I see what you did there. For, for Kentucky football in that you have a head coach who tried to leave. You have an offensive coordinator who tried to leave and is going to. You have Brad White that everyone started to poop on at the end of last season <laughs> and not like anymore, which is interesting. I think he's really good. And then and then you've got this and then you bring back the old line coach just in time for Liam going to leave. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm thinking things. Uh did a text her i picked four races in a row at turfway yesterday i didn't bet at least i know uh the secret to handicapping it now yeah played luan machado one jockey won the last four races at turfway yeah. last night oh i love the texters blankenbaker text about oh little, god about the clint we can't say it but oh god i didn't even see it yeah what's he, the last four he said uh seven four five two okay go ahead keep going yeah i was just gonna say the text texter said cards would have won if not for other stuff and a compromise referee signed Mark Blankenbaker. <laughs> signed Mark Blankenbaker. <laughs> oh, there it is. I got it now. That's great. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. Hey, so on first take, they're arguing whether LeBron should be traded to the Knicks. So that's where we're at. We're not talking about the Cowboys anymore. Uh, what a stupid conversation. LeBron's not getting traded. Stop. He's not leaving Los Angeles ever. No. His kid is there. Yes. He. If you've seen his house, you know he's going nowhere. Yes. Uh, What's the point? Look, if you, I, I know if you have bleep you money, L.A. is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. I know All of the in, problems don't affect you. Nope. The weather's awesome. The views are awesome. The beach is amazing. The traffic. If you have great. FU money like that, then there's zero reason, zero to leave Los Angeles. No. I, if you can helicopter around, <laughs> like, don't even have to deal with traffic. Yeah. Elements and some of that, I mean. So. Let it go, Zach. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> R.I.P. Oh, man. All right. Well, we will get back into it uh, again. Man, I, my personal bat phone's exploding. What a weird day. Uh, text her. Eddie Grant is back, baby. Look. Is he dropping My man Eddie Grant won 10 games. It's got to be said. Let's do it. It's got to be said. It's got to be said. It's That's kind of the thing here, too. That's the other side. If you wanted to be positive about this. Eddie Grant won 10 freaking games. If you want to be positive about that, you would look at that going forward. And he did that while dropping Electric Avenue. <laughs> One of the great coaching accomplishments of all time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there you go. There's our Liam Cohen uh, conversation. What should Mitch Barnhart do with that half million bucks? Four three seven nine six eighty. <laughs> Wrong answers only. <laughs> oh. So uh, the week of Valentine's Day, Zach. The tractor pull is back at Freedom Hall. Should you and I go just to take it in? <laughs> I was going to say, I've never been to a tractor pull. I've never been to I one I bet either. they're awesome. I'm sure they are. Honestly, I bet they're awesome. Yeah. I, it, once in a while, I'm in a restaurant at like Sunday at like 1145 or something. 
and the uh, the monster trucks are on TV just because like someone left FS1 on or something, and yeah. you know they haven't gotten to normal programming yet. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, this is boring on TV, but I bet in person it's oh, it's like a half hour that would be cr- just crushing. Sure. It'd be awesome. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I used to I used to look down on motorsports until I went. That's one of those like in person how fast it really is, how loud it is. Did you got a, a NASCAR race? Uh it was the level below Arca. It was yeah. an Arca race uh, up the up the road a little bit. I mean, some of that stuff. Is... Oh, the uh, like the nationwide series. Or Lay off the helicopter jokes. Text slide. We're better than that. Um, <laughs> Eddie Grant won ten games with a JUCO transfer from College of the Desert. Yeah, damn right he did. Oh man, Texter is Eddie Grant the one that decided Miami should run instead of taking a knee to cost him the game. <sighs> is he on the Miami staff now? I thought he was still in UK. I thought he. I think he's still there. <laughs> is he the one at Miami? I hope he is. Yeah, he, they said that Easy Solutions on staff. Eddie Grant, he's still on staff, so he's still here. There you go. Oh, well, he's busy running the NIL. Unless he, <laughs> yeah. that's he's my the favorite. NIL guy. That's my favorite thing. Oh, I got I got Eddie Grant running the NIL, and I just remember my my legs went numb. I couldn't walk anymore over how dumb that idea was. He called Mario Cristobal and told him <laughs> to run the ball. <laughs> All right, up next, I want to talk uh, hoops locally. We've got a couple of interesting games this weekend. Obviously, UK's hosting Tennessee in in what should be one of the games of the season so far. Just a contrasting uh, style game, uh, all those things. Older team versus the younger team, etc. Should be fun. Shannon Dawson is at Miami. Thank you, Tucker. There's like three of those Shannon games Dawson. tomorrow. God. Um, Houston. There are five K- games this weekend that are all fire. Houston, just Kansas, absolute fire. Duke Even Carolina. like UConn, St. John's is at the Garden and is sold out. Like oh, that's yeah. fire, dude. It's gonna be amazing. Purdue, so. Wisconsin Sunday yep. is gonna be great. We'll, we'll see if Purdue shoots forty-eight free throws and Wisconsin shoots six again or whatever the number we'll was. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and Leonard Hamilton's uh, tweet from la- or quote from last year is my favorite thing going into the game tomorrow. We'll talk about all of it next. Want to thank Bear Nose. They're going to bring lunch by the ESP at Louisville Studios. Check them out. George has got you covered downtown, of course, and uh, at their new location, Odd West Market. Make sure uh, that you are uh, checking them out for all the good stuff that's going down there uh, at uh, at, at Barano's, uh, downtown on, on Market Street. How about that? So uh, let me make sure I get their exact address here. Do, 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 do. 301 West Market, just a block from that KFC Yum Center and from the Convention Center. As well, if you're down there, check them out. And, of course, for Valentine's Day, they're going to have that heart-shaped pizza uh, available starting now. How about that? Through uh, February 14th. Surprise your lady tonight with a heart-shaped pizza. More heart-shaped pizza talk next. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. I'm thinking 
here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. Ah, going insane, folks, here. Rabo and Co. ESPN 680-1057. Welcome back in. Congratulations to Teddy Bridgewater, local guy, officially named as the head coach down there at Miami Northwestern. Uh, I think that's going to turn out to be a very cool story. I think he's going to turn out to be a very good coach. Uh, he has all of the the basic human intangibles that you want in a coach, and I think that he will be very, very good uh, at that. Again, want to thank the Baranos folks, 301 West Market. <clears throat> Uh, for bringing lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios. Uh, Zach, hilarious, only happens to Louie thing. Uh, and you saw it today. So get personal for like two minutes here. It is academic team week. So, of course, you were like, you know, I'm going to take some shows off. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so I've got my coaching shoes on. Zach, can you confirm that I have shoes that match our school colors for academic team. I don't know what your school colors are for your academic team, but you do have shoes I have on. the sweatshirt on. How about that? There, little red, white, blue. That'll work. The shoes definitely match. Uh, that's right. Your Named host. Up, it's for the ABA. <laughs> your host has ABA shoes on. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, darn right. Uh, so Pumas. How about that? A little Puma on a Friday. Pumas. Man, oh man. Uh, Louisville women's basketball got the win last night, and I want to mention that because this is positive radio number one. Number yes, it two, uh, it's a reminder that people can win at this campus. Um, including at the Yum Center. How about that? It's possible. How about that? Uh, I did get one of our um, our statistical uh, texts. Oh, where did it go? Man, oh, man. Oh, we've gotten a lot of texts today. Uh, oh, this is somebody texting a lot. There it is. Uh, the Cal Bears, they took a beating last night. They ran their two-year record to 11-16 and 16 since the beginning of last season. Or 11-36, excuse me, since the beginning of last season. KP is 10-42 and 42 in the same time frame. Cal, uh, with its glorious basketball history full of national championships and Final Fours, still looks well-positioned to make the Dead Birds the worst team in the last 25 years. The old Dead Birds. Oh, man. The old Dead Birds. How about the that? The old Dead Birds. Um, <laughs> That's a good text. All right, so let's talk Louisville basketball. And I, I forgot during the break to go and find this tweet, but there's a fantastic tweet from Eric Crawford. Are they playing tomorrow? They are playing tomorrow. We try to forget. You're going, right? No. <laughs> you live right down there. Yeah, and it's still, uh, even if it's free, it's still not worth my money. <laughs> $8 get in price right now. How about that? I don't uh, know why anybody would you play that You go get much. a couple of beers for 8 bucks. All right. So a year ago, in two days, so February 4th, Florida State was in town. And man, we cannot find the video or the sound. So if someone's better at Google than me, please send it in. 4379680. Leonard Hamilton defended Kenny Payne last season in February, when things were very, very bad at the time, of course. And the record was even worse. The team was losing games over and over, where we heard this story before. And Hamilton said, no, look, it takes time. And quote, what's that restaurant over in Shelbyville that I like, Claudia Sanders? Next time I'm here, you tell them to send me a nice little care package. And that was because Kenny Payne was going to have a winning record right now for this season. So here's the deal. If you were a media member, 437-9680, and you were at that press conference, you are owed a chicken dinner at Claudia Sanders from Leonard Hamilton. So I'm going to guess, what, 25 bucks a head? little dinner at Claudia Sanders. What, 40 media members? 1000 bucks. Boom. There it is. Leonard Hamilton, you are a terrific basketball coach. I think currently one of the top 15 coaches in the country. I tried to come up with a list of guys longer than that that I thought 
were better coaches than Leonard Hamilton. I couldn't do it. But you are very wrong about Kenny Payne, and you should put down 10 $100 bills on the table tomorrow at the press conference after you beat Louisville and say, yo, everybody, go ahead, go get some dinner at Claudia Sanders, because I was horribly wrong. That I wish we had that sound. I would play it three times an hour today. It's one of my favorite things ever. Yes, it's Claudia Sanders, Leonard Hamilton, and yes, you're terribly wrong about it. But they do host them tomorrow down at the Yum Center. And it is going to be a contrast of something very important. And the elephant in the room, despite what Kenny Payne tells you, um, the elephant in the room, one of them, about the Kenny Payne job is, is the race question, right? And because many of the people who were his supporters, former players, etc., are in a very specific group, and the people making the decisions do not look like them, okay? Leonard Hamilton's coming up. Obviously, he looks a lot like Kenny Payne that way, okay? And he's going to come up, and he's going to give you something that we're not getting from the Louisville Cardinals this season, and that is a team with an obvious style of play, a team with obvious preparation, a team with a game plan, a team that hustles on defense, a team that rebounds, and a team that is incredibly physical. Because that's what Leonard Hamilton teams do. Mm-hmm. No, I was it- thinking about this the other day, Zach, and I do wonder what the world would be like had Louisville hired him instead of Chris Mack. And here's why I bring that up. Leonard Hamilton's an older guy. And I think coaching at Florida State is less all-around rigorous than coaching at Louisville. Mm -hmm. Just because of the nature of the job here, the the facilities, the expectations, the history, etc. I think being at Florida State, where he's been since 2002, simply put, is just a less stressful place to coach. Now, it doesn't mean he works less hard or he's less focused or something than the coaches have been here. But this is a guy who consistently makes the NCAA tournament. You know, in something like 70% of his seasons. He makes the postseason all the time. And he takes, you know, he, he takes a team in Tallahassee to those levels. Now in 22 23, he was bad. The team was bad. In 23 24, they were, they, they, they're okay. They're 12 and 8. They're 6 and 3 in the conference. Frankly, they're, they're getting better as the season goes mm-hmm. on, is Florida State. I was pretty down on them early in the season. And then I forgot it's Leonard Hamilton coaching them. I probably shouldn't get too far down. That's the point I um, thought you were going to go to with Leonard Hamilton earlier that we don't see out of KP is that Leonard Hamilton's teams always get better. Correct. Well, that's, that's absolutely part of it. The other part is I think people forget in a year where they had, they had a, a mirrored season in 1920 to Louisville in that they were peaking at the right time and then COVID hit. They won the ACC. They won the ACC that year. That's exactly right. And then they finished second, made the Sweet 16 the year after in 21. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's, it hasn't been as good since. They always have like five guys that are 6'10 or taller, too. They're, they're all 6'8 guys that, that play the same way. Yes. yes. It's his style. It's what he does. But career record of 600, you know, 616 is his winning percentage. Uh, he's now 75 years old. But let's say that when Chris Mack gets hired, they hired Leonard Hamilton instead. And you get the stability of a Leonard Hamilton. You get the playing style of a Leonard Hamilton, etc. What would that be like? Now, I don't think it would have been a good idea or a good hire overall for the program. But what would it look like now if he were still here? Mm-hmm. And it's just an interesting, it's just an interesting thought experiment. When he was at Miami, for example, 
They were really bad when he took over in 1991, and then later on got them going, made a Sweet 16, then took that Florida State job after that season. Um, would you rather live at Coral Gables or, or uh, Tallahassee? I would rather live in Tallahassee, I think. Okay. All right. I'm more of a Coral Gables guy. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. People around here love their uh, love their panhandle. No? <laughs> Do you remember what NBA I just, team he coached for a year? Or not even a year? Head coach? Yeah, he was a head coach in the NBA. Oh, the, uh, the, the, uh, the Wizards. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't go too well. Didn't go too well. No, no, he's 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 carved off uh, carved out a fine career. Yes, he has. But the juxtaposition will be there tomorrow. There will be a black head coach at Florida State. There will be an obvious plan. It'll all work out that way. This is not about race <laughs> in this case. Never the, the, has been. Well, in the coaching thing, it just isn't. And either guys are good coaches or they're not. And I I want to I want to express something real quick. I understand the sentiment of, hey, there's never been a there's never been a black coach at Louisville. There's never been anyone that looks like me. Not in my case, of course, but for someone to make this argument. You know, there's never been someone who looks like me to have that job, and I love the team. Boy, I really want it to go well. I think that's a completely reasonable take, and I understand it. But you don't have to project that onto someone like Kenny Payne who's not doing a good job. Leonard Hamilton's doing a good job. Hubert Davis is doing a great job. Yes. Right? Uh, uh, Lamont Paris is doing a Lamont great Paris, job yep. at South Carolina. Shaka Smart at Milwaukee. Like, we have examples in the top 20 of, our, of that sport of guys doing just an absolutely great job running programs where you know what they're trying to do and all those things. It is not that part. We're not doing that anymore, and certainly not with Kenny Payne. We should have never started doing that. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I just, But I understand the sentiment to start. People I, who play the race card on stuff like that, is a, it's Zach, a lazy let narrative. <laughs> let me talk. What I'm saying is we, we have these great examples where we don't have to go to those arguments. Leonard Hamilton is one of those examples. So he'll be in the building tomorrow, but he owes everybody lunch. How about that? <laughs> have you ever been to Claudia's? Is it good? I have been to Claudia Sanders, and it is good. Yeah? It is. Uh, Dabo Swinney's talk about it is much more interesting. He's all in on the biscuits, which is very funny. That's um, that's very on brand for Dabo. It's very on brand for him, for sure. Uh, oh, how about this? Oh, I love this. Uh, texture. I love when people just text in about random little tangents we go on. Uh, the best form of racing in person is NHRA, which I think is the... Is the drag strips, right? It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, top fuel cars make your body shake and turn your eyeballs to jelly. That actually does sound awesome. Uh, text, text her, Brian Brom will, or, or Will Stein as the next UK OC. <laughs> Dude, Can you get, imagine? Get Will Stein out of Oregon. Yeah, there's... I mean, that's not... Number one, that's not happening, but number two... Please yeah. be amazing. <laughs> I would love it. For get, our job. So I have to watch those games. Yeah, exactly. Um, to do, to do, to do. Texture, yeah, you can't win here. It takes time. I'm happy with how we perform. We fight. We lose a ton. Oh, man. Look at teams that are going to make the tournament. Yeah, I, that's the part. Uh, that line from him the other day of, well, Clemson's in contention to make the tournament, and that's why they lost. What a, what a terrible line from a coach. Loser here. mentality. Um, I thought you were going to say the worst one was, I don't care that they're two for 20. They fought. Louie, you're spot on. My agronomy lunch next week is 28 bucks a person at Claudius. There you go. I thought it was 25. Uh, Texture Leonard Hamilton, 75, doesn't look a day over 60. Uh, he doesn't look a day over 40. That's also true. <laughs> the guy has not aged in 40 years. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, no, we're, we're, it's just when you see a guy like Leonard Hamilton who's been at it for a long time and they come into the Yum Center and they just show that there's a thought process that there's a you know there's an absolute system to what he's trying to do and then you watch Louisville basketball you just have no idea what they're trying to get done it's just frustrating it just is and it's just gonna be another day like that uh tomorrow unfortunately uh at the Yum Center as well that was a game that Ethan like a month ago said that was one of the winnable games for Louisville and yes correct I don't think it is now it is not now I agree it's not now 
it, or if it is, it's like a 10% instead of like the 30 we thought it was before. Right. If that's, that was one of the games we zeroed in as like, okay, there's how many games can they realistically win? Like two, three? And that was one of them. And they already won one. They shouldn't. That right. was Miami. I don't know what the next one is. Yeah. No, it'll be uh, probably Notre Dame will be the one that yeah. holds up as the next grand opportunity or something like that. But Michael Shrewsbury will actually bench players for not playing well and actually has effort. So there's that. Speaking of coaches. There you are. Um, we will get to – I will do a full segment on Kentucky next against Tennessee. That game is very, very interesting. Matthew DeSantis from Naira uh, talking withers at 11. We'll get into our Kentucky Derby prep start. And then, and then Matt Dinnerman from down there at Oakland Park will join us at 1120 uh, as part of the the four Derby preps tomorrow. I we're not having John Lindo. He's been on this air before uh, out in L.A. Uh, he's actually just outside of San, Di- uh, San Diego. But um, we're not having him on because he's got – Jury duty, the poor bastard. So there you uh, go. <laughs> I texted him. I said, hey, you want to do radio? And he's like, jury duty. I was like, oh, man. Baffer dropped that lawsuit. What are you doing? He left. Yeah. He left. That's horse racing jokes that I can make to like five people in my life. Is jury duty a lot like chicken pox where you just try to avoid it, but you know once in your life you're going to get it and you're going to have to suffer through it? You want to hear something, Zach? You want to feel old? Yeah. Did you have chicken pox as a kid? Nope. Why? Vaccines. Boom. I did. I've got a hole right here in my face. You can see it. I'm sure from even from how far away you're sitting and behind glass. That that was the change. I think the vaccine came out five years after I got of course chicken did. pox or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, no, it's good. My kids never got chicken pox. No vaccine jokes here. <laughs> More vaccine talk next. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. You are listening to Rabo and Co. here on ESPN 680-1057. Now, here's Louis Rabot. All right, welcome back in. Friday edition of the show. Tell you every Monday that we'll get you through the weekend. Here we are. Bobby V after me. Fast break Friday. Uh, Paul Rogers at noon. How about that? And then, of course, roundtable to have the mixtape for you. 530 today. George and the Baronos team bringing lunch by the ESPN Louisville Studios. We will have the cards game for you tomorrow night against Florida State. 630 pregame on 93.9. That's the Alex White Network coverage after the broadcast. Stay in for that uh, Coors Light postgame show. I don't know who lost the bet and has to host that, but we will find out uh, tomorrow night. The Kentucky postgame with Gandalfo, Edson Cantrell will be at 1030-ish tomorrow for that postgame show, the Kentucky Fish Wildlife postgame show over here on 681-057. Check out that elk draw on their website today over there with our friends at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. How about that? Texts coming in. Uh, more warnings about the NHRA, which is funny, uh, from different people. <clears throat> um 
Texter. Oh, this is good. This I love these kinds of things. Uh, Texter, only good thing. Uh, the only thing about NHRA that you need to know is you quickly drink half of your beer so that if you have a good seat, you won't spill it. Don't ask me how I know that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, man. I um. So Steve Bittenbender, who's been on this show, I had him on to talk uh, a couple months ago, Zach. I think it was very early on you and me hanging out uh, about the status of sports betting in Kentucky, how it was going, how interested people were. I saw him tweet yesterday. Mississippi was about to vote on online sports betting in their state. And I remember thinking... We beat Mississippi to something. <laughs> I think that's what you know in Kentucky. By the way, 437-968, you brought us back with Rage Against the Machine. That's right. I was thinking about this in the car the other day, being a white dad in the suburbs that I am in the minivan, listening to Rage Against the Machine. Which band has more of a formula that they so- they follow for every single song? Mm-hmm. Rage Against the Machine or Red Hot Chili Peppers? Like, when the song starts, you know it's them. Yeah. The other groups in that ilk, by the way, are U2. U2 is up there, yeah. And uh, and REM. Yep. Like, no question, those four groups, you know it's them, but which one is the it's most the Chili Peppers. them? I think it's Chili Peppers. It's the Chili Peppers. They have never deviated from Ever. what they are. Now, I think their older stuff is obviously better, but... Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's the Chili Peppers within 0.2 seconds of listening to a Chili Peppers song. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da, California. <laughs> Just... Five, they just have 10 gibberish words and then yeah. California. California, California. That's California. Right. Yeah, that's right. I'm California. Yeah, I mean, that's every song. It really is. Yes. All right. Uh, Texter, have you already discussed the New Mexico State player uh, smoking the Liberty player with oh, a yeah, serious so massive that. hook? That was ugly, man. That was. That was ugly. Oh, that guy's getting a long suspension. He, he loaded up on that one, man. Yes, he did. It's like he By had the way, that's, the, that's the program that had a, had a stabbing last year. New Mexico State? Yes. They're, they have all brand new players and coach because they stopped playing basketball last yeah, that's year. That's right. And that's the program. Boy, you talk about kids. two morally corrupt programs <laughs> in more in Liberty. different ways. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Hey, it's an insurance company. There you go, buddy. Uh, Texture. <laughs> Those cars are going real fast and real left side. Not an NHRA. Not an NHRA. They only go in a straight line. You understand me? That's what I used to give Issel t- trouble about. He, he would always talk about how Royal Ascot was awesome. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of sprinting horses in a straight line. And I'm like, that's not any better than anything, yeah. frankly. Yeah. The drag racing, it really isn't. Hey, in road courses, they have to turn right. Listen, people. <laughs> Those races are actually pretty boring. You never see the cars. <laughs> All right, so UK is hosting Tennessee tomorrow, and it is... I was telling Ben yesterday, it reminded me of the Arkansas game yet last year where everyone was really down in UK. They didn't have a, a, run, a, a running back, good Lord, a point guard. and They may not have a running back. They either. also don't have a running back. Is Liam Cohen coaching UK tomorrow night, 267-9680? The weird, purely hunched thing might... <laughs> I make a joke about Liam Cohen coaching UK basketball and immediately we get a phone call. Oh, that's fantastic. I, um, God, that's great. This is a game I expect them to win on a hunch, but my brain says they're not going to win. In the same way last year that my brain said they're not going to win at Arkansas, but the hunch said they're going to win the game. So I gave them out as winning the game. And I think tomorrow's one of those games where DJ comes back, he plays well enough, and Dalton Necht for... All of the things adult necked is 
is going to have a huge game. And that's where I get my brain really bothering me is when the opposing team has just an absolute murderer of a shooter and a guy like Dalton Necht and UK plays defense the way that they do, they're in a lot of trouble. So there was a question raised by John Clay, and this is really good stuff by him. It's not really an article. It's just a listing of numbers about UK's best defensive teams under Calipari and what the final four teams were in previous years that made the final four. So last year, predictably two of the teams that made it were Connecticut and San Diego State were both in the top 10 in adjusted defense on Ken Palm. Okay. Connecticut was seventh. San Diego State with fourth. By the time you get to the final four, by the way, the difference between four and seven is almost nothing. Okay. Yeah. These are essentially, once you're in the top 10, you are an, an excellent defensive team. Mm-hmm. Florida Atlantic was 34th. And I don't know if you saw this article. I did. Okay, damn it. <laughs> Miami was 99th. Yeah, they, they were not good. Okay. But let's go back to 22 and 21. Okay. Because we're still a little bit living in that COVID thing. With older players like Adult Neck to still around, that kind of stuff. None of the teams in the 22 Final Four were in the top 15 in defense. Kansas 17th, North Carolina 35th, Villanova 23rd, and Duke 49th. In the Final Four in 2021, a little bit more of an expectation of what we would see. UCLA made the Final Four that year as an 11th seed. They were 46th in defense. So obviously for them... You see 11 seed, not in the top 40 in defense. Makes sense. Houston 9th, Gonzaga 11th, Baylor, who won it, was 22nd. Yeah. Final four in 2019. Obviously no tournament that uh, in 2020. Virginia 5th, Texas Tech 1st, Michigan State 9th. Those three teams made it. Auburn was 36th. In 2018, the highest team was 47th. I, I read all of those to say... My sense, Zach, is if they can get in the top 50, they talk about top 20 for national titles, and it's a reasonable trend that you notice with Ken Palm numbers that that's where you want to be if you want to win the national title. Just to get there, I think top 50 should be where they should be shooting for. Do you remember where they are right now currently? Aren't they in the 70s? 75. Yeah. Last year they were 68th. I don't know if people realize that. Because I think people think of last year's team as a pretty good defensive team. They were because they think of they think of Oscar, but they were not. No, right? Okay, so they were sixty eighth. But every other year, except for twenty thirteen and twenty twenty, and in, even in twenty twenty when they were terrible, they were still fifty second in defense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's this notion, and I hear a lot of it from Gandolfo, and that's fine. He's got his. He and I were talking on the pod last night. And he said, I, I'm consistent. I'm consistent. So he's he is the anti-Lachlan McLean. He makes choices and then he sticks with them. Locke says things like, the data can change. Really, that just means he was wrong, so he changes the data. Uh, Gandalfa doesn't care about being wrong. Stoops is awesome and Cal sucks. That's that's just the reality for him. And so he's going to stick with it. I'm in the middle of those two. <laughs> you mean you're a human being. Got it. Correct. But they're 75th right now. Do we think, Zach that they can get to 50 in the next month. I don't. I would lean toward no. <laughs> Nothing's impossible, obviously, and we've still got, what, a month and a half to go? Right. But to to climb 25 spots in defensive rankings, like you, you know what this team is on that end of the floor. And I know DJ Wagner didn't play against Wilmington. I know he didn't play on against Florida the other night. But one guy doesn't make a difference 
that dra- dramatic as far as making your defense that much better. That can, will they be better in 75th? I'm going to say yes. I think they will make Ooh, strides. That'd be a good Bologna or Slami, wouldn't it? Yeah. I th- like, will they be better or worse than they are now? I think they'll be better. Okay. But I don't think they're going to be in the top 50. But we saw Miami last year, 99th, they went to the Final Four. So it's not out of the So I hope people are hearing me that listen listen day to day because they know how high I am on this basketball team. I like them a lot. Yeah. I think Kentucky is really good. I think... I think my brain, too, is very influenced, and, and I think this is worth mentioning. I'm used to following a team that's not good in January and then gets good in February and March yep. because that's what Izzo does. Correct. And I wonder with UK if they're not doing a little bit of that this season where they're going to struggle in January and turn it around a little bit as we get into February and March. Here's why I think their number's going to be worse because here is who is on their schedule yeah. to this point. Mm-hmm. New Mexico State, Texas A&M's Commerce Campus, <laughs> Stony. What were they? Stone Hill, that's right. St. Joe's, Marshall, Wilmington, Penn, Louisville, Illinois State, Missouri, and Mississippi State. Coming up on their schedule, Tennessee, Gonzaga, Mississippi, Ole Miss, Auburn, LSU on the road, Alabama, at, uh, at Mississippi State, and at Tennessee. Yeah, It ain't getting better. Now, not all of those teams are huge scoring teams, but they're good enough to make kentucky bad on defense right. at least a couple of times i got a good uh tweet the uh, yesterday as well following ben roberts segment by the way if you ever miss part of the shows go back to the podcast center esp at louisville.com this is rabot and co esp at 680 zach cantrell alongside i'm louis rabot the just the competition i think zach now if you if you made me pick are they going to be worse or better than 75 i'd go worse but i don't think they're going to be like 175 or anything so they're not gonna i think they're going to be like 88th, 90th, something like that. I think that's where they're going to end up. Maybe they they end up right around 80, something like that. But I think at some point you just have to accept who you are and just try to go outscore people. Which I, they I think can do. Which they, they absolutely yeah. can do. Would it surprise you if they won an NCAA tournament game 95-92? It wouldn't surprise me. No, at all. They and frankly, I think the Miami example last year is an interesting one because what did we like about Miami? We like their backcourt. Yep. What do we like about UK the most? We like the, the backcourt. backcourt. And and so to me, it's a it's an apt comparison. They're not going to be a San Diego State on defense. That's all San Diego State does. I went to that elite eight game against Creighton. That's all they do. They play defense, mm-hmm. and and that's fine. UConn does everything, <laughs> so they're different. And that's but you see them seventh last year. You see them number one in the country this year in the overall rankings. Can you look up where Connecticut is in the Ken Palm, both offense and defense? Who is UConn? Yeah. Because when you talk about title contenders, in Ken Palm, I think for me it's just UConn and everybody. UConn else. is a j- number three in, in offense. Offense, yep. Twenty third in defense. There you go. That's how you win a national title. You have those kinds of numbers. Purdue, by the way, is number one in offense or seventeenth in defense. There you go. That's how you win a national title. Houston's fifteenth offense, number one defense. That's how you win a national title. Tennessee, by the way, they're number two on defense, but 31st on offense. Great text. Uh, Texter, enough about Leonard Cohn. Liam Cohn's going to the Bucks. He's 38, but he looks 50. <laughs> uh, Texture, you can already see uh, glimpses of Cal tightening the screws on offense. Taylor's old as time. He gets fixated on winning ugly games in March. He he gets fixated on losing ugly games in March recently, sir, ma'am. I mean, frankly, unfortunately, that's where we're at. Uh, yeah. You want to know where Louisville is at in Ken Palm? Can I guess? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so Just in the, the net, ranking. they're like they're like two. 
or like 197 in, in the net. All right, Ken Palm. Offense, I'm going to go 209. 187. Oh, okay. And then our defense, 268. 222. <laughs> Do you want to know what their overall team ranking is? 204. 192. Top 200. They made the top 200. That's that's all. They're one all spot. you need is $5 million, the Yum Center, and you can be in the top 200. They're one spot ahead of Vanderbilt. <laughs> you know who's getting disrespected? My beloved Bowling Green Falcons. We're 206, but we're 15 and 6, baby. Are they 15 and 6? Yes, they are. How about that? They've made the tournament since MLK got shot, but yet we're 15 and 6. Come on. It's time. It's been 60 years. Time to make the tournament. Olympics in Mexico City. RFK got shot. Stop shooting people. (laughs) What else happened that year? Watergate. No, Watergate was 72. Oh, you're right. Nixon won for the first time in 68. 68 Ohio was, State won the national title in 68. There you go. UCLA basketball. Anybody get shot on that Ohio State team? Do you no. want to tell us about? No. The, the, ti- <laughs> the Tigers won the World Series. Yes, they did. They beat Bob LK Gibson in Game 7. That's right. You're damn right they did. In your face, Bob Gibson, if you're listening. Yeah, Bob Gibson Too definitely listened to us. <laughs> Is he still alive? Is there any way Bob Gibson's still alive? No, he died in 2020. Oh, was that recent? Yeah. How old was he? Uh, let's see, eighty-four. Wow, well, good for him. That I, year, he had a one-twelve ERA. Oh no, 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 Bob, no. I, we're doing summer radio for some reason, but no, Bob Gibson's one of the goats. It's not even a question. Yes, yes, the guy's unbelievable. Yeah, I Big, mean, just, one of the goats. Boy, not, not tomorrow's basketball slate. You got three back to back to back on ESPN with Houston, Kansas, Duke, Carolina, then Tennessee, Kentucky. They picked a hell of a week to uh, have the the best lineup possible because. Yeah, it's the bye week. Before no the question. This is it's the gift from the sports gods for sure. Absolutely. So, um, texture if defensing rebounding would is so important, Kelvin Sampson would be in the final four of year. I don't. I actually don't disagree with that. Well, text. they were in it just a couple years ago. I understand, but it, no. But the texture's not wrong um, about that. But yes, it, they have shown very recently that it does work. I, I'm Houston's growing on me, man. Tomorrow will really help clarify how good they are. Yeah, if they go to Allen Fieldhouse and win that game, we can't ask any more questions nope, about Houston. But they done. were a one seed last year. The The problem with Houston at times is their offense is kind of inefficient, and if they have an off day defensively, then they struggle. It's a lot like you know Virginia with Tony Bennett, where they play a lot of low-scoring games, so they keep teams that shouldn't be hanging around. They let them hang around longer, and they right. should. That's kind of what Houston The Gandolfo had. takes are on the text line right now. Four three seven nine six eighty. One question. Take this team that Cal has currently. What would our record be in the potential with Patino, uh, Roy Williams, Bill Self, Tom Izzo, or any good coach? Uh, uh, I'm not sure that this would be very – this would not be a good Roy Williams team with the way he coaches. This would be an unbelievably good Tom Izzo team, a great Bill Self team. And Patino, of course, could coach anybody. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, he'd be, right. this team would be uh, very, very good with him uh, as well. Texter, uh, Cal going Cal with this team. I Man, I I get it. I do. I promise I get it. Uh, as a guy who looks at past performances every single freaking day for uh, the other part of my job, uh, I get it. Uh, we'll take a break here. Uh, we'll get Matthew DeSantis on uh, the other side. No, not that DeSantis. Uh, we'll talk uh, horse racing with him. Then we will have uh, Matt Dinnerman. Uh, talking Southwest and all the happenings down at Oakland Park at 1120. I'm Louis Rabot alongside Zach Cantrell. This is Rabot and Co. at ESPN 680 on Twitter for the station. At Radio Louis for me if you want to go follow me and see what cigars I'm smoking while getting ready for horse roasting shows. Uh, more cigar talk next.